the daily liturgy during the season of Lent is a very rich source for the spiritual life. Well, every year, every day, but in Lent it's particularly rich and well-developed. Today we read in the Gospel the missing section from the Gospel we had last Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. This is the section on prayer in which Jesus teaches us his own prayer, the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father. Was it last year or two years ago we did a series on the Our Father? I think it was last year. We, were, we did a study in our Thursday formation group. Uh, we did a study of the Our Father and we were following Pope Francis's teachings. I think there were 16 parts, 16 talks on the Our Father. And so we spent months pondering the Our Father and I, I think we all realized by the time it was over, there was a lot more to it than we actually went into. That 16-part series was only an introduction because the Our Father is an inexhaustible source. It's a, it's a compendium of the whole gospel. It, 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 it's uh, something we can ponder every day, and we pray every day as we should, the Our Father. Usually when I reflect on the Our Father or when I preach about it, I, I get to the point where we can call God our Father, and that's as far as I can get. Because once we are reminded or we recall that God is our Father and that we have a relationship with Him as children to a Father, well, all the rest of it just falls into place. If we have a loving Father, if we can approach Him, if we have a relationship with Him, well then, we don't have to worry about our daily bread and about our, our trespasses and about evil because God is taking care of us, our Father. But as I was reflecting today, and usually I, I, I just speak about the Father, but this time I, the line that stands out for me is this one. You know that our Father has seven petitions, so we could take any one of the seven but this is the one that just stood out for me as I was reflecting this morning. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Seems like a simple request for the sustenance required for the day, and it is that. But it's also an acknowledgement of our dependence on our Father for all that we need every day. It's, a, it's an acknowledgement of, of, again, our, our status as children who, who can't live independent of their father. We can't just take care of ourselves. We need our father to provide for us every day. And so when we pray, we do bring before him our needs, our very basic needs every day. Give us this day our daily bread. In Lent, we reflect a lot on the place of food in our daily life because this is a season of fasting. I hope you have taken on some form of fasting so far. If not, you're missing some of the fruit of Lent because fasting makes it possible for us to appreciate the gift of daily bread and it also purifies us of our fixation on daily, our food, and makes it possible for us to recognize 
that we need something more than bread, and we also recognize that there are many people in the world who have much less food than we have. So fasting is really, really an important practice. And today's uh, first reading makes this connection between food, physical food, and spiritual food. This is a beautiful passage from the prophet Isaiah, which speaks about the rain and the snow, the, the, you know, the, the, the water that comes from heaven and waters the earth and makes it possible for the earth to be fruitful, pro providing bread for the one who eats. And there's mention of bread again. And then the prophet says, or the Lord says through the prophet, well, this is what my word is. My word is like that. It comes from heaven and it provides sustenance for you. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go forth from my mouth and not provide. It will not return to me void. It shall do my will. Speaking about the divine word. The divine word accomplishes what it was sent to do. It's, it's greater than bread. It's more nourishing than bread. That's what we see here. Now, in reflecting on this, you might go back to Sunday. Remember the three temptations. The first temptation presented to Jesus was, turn these stones into bread. Now, he had been fasting. He was hungry. It's, it's clear from the Gospel. He was hungry. Of the three temptations, that one is the only one that is not a temptation to do something inherently evil. It's not wrong to provide ourselves with food. It's not a sin to eat. You see, the other temptations, remember the one to throw yourself off the temple, well, that's, that, that would be wrong to do. That, that's, that's, a, that's just a wrong action. We're not supposed to put ourselves, not to be reckless with ourselves. And the third one, of course, would be very even worse, the worshiping of Satan in order to get kingdoms. Well, that's obviously evil. But, but providing food for oneself is not inherently evil. But Jesus, remember his response, says, no, I'm not going to do that because man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. It's not wrong to eat, but it's not right to make eating or any earthly good higher than our dependence on God or to separate our food from the will of God or to act as if we're providing for ourselves independent of God. So Jesus was fasting. He was fasting. He could have eaten, but he didn't. He deliberately didn't eat in order to make clear that there are some things that are more important than food. Namely, every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. So this is, uh, this is connected to what we're reflecting on here. Uh, when we're fasting, I'm not talking about refraining from sin. That we should do that all the time. But fasting is to give up something that's legitimately good, and we could have it if we want it. When you're fasting, and I hope this, I think this comes naturally to us, I could have this, and it wouldn't be a sin. Well, then why don't I do it? Because I don't need this as much as I need God. 
I'm setting this aside to make space for God. That's why when we, when we pray to our Father and we say, give us this day our daily bread, we're also recognizing we need more from God than bread. And even if we didn't have any bread, we would, we would need more his word. Let me refer to you, let me refer you to this little section from the meditation. This is from the meditation on Sunday. Where, where it's just a pondering of the, the temptations. This is on page 38, if you want to look in your animal way. To each of the temptations, Jesus responds with a scripture passage. First, to the suggestion that he should command stones to become loaves of bread, he says, one does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. This is a powerful truth for us to hold on to especially when we feel tempted by materialism or by cravings to satisfy a physical appetite. Now, I'm talking about legitimate needs. Of course, we have cravings that are also illegitimate. We want more than we need or more than we should have, not just food, but almost everything. We're, you know, we're insatiable when it comes to our cravings. But listen to what this, tempt this uh, meditation says. When we are longing for physical things, it is often a sign that we are spiritually hungry, starving for the Word of God. This is a very good thing to remember, and this is part of the reason why we fast, because it, 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 it reminds us of what we're spiritually longing for. It awakens us to our deeper hunger uh, when we are Longing for physical things, it is often a sign that we are spiritually hungry, starving for the Word of God. Lent is a good time to feed daily from the Scriptures. The daily Mass readings during Lent are rich food for our spiritual life. By filling ourselves with the truth of God's Word, we gain strength to overcome our cravings for material things. Okay, good Lenten lesson there. And that's why these readings uh, bring it back to mind. Just as God provides rain and snow and the fertility of the earth to bring forth seed and bread, so, he says, does my word provide for you even more. And that's why when we pray the Our Father, we don't only pray for our daily bread, although that's one of the legitimate requests we make of the Lord, he knows what we need before we even ask him, but we do say, give us this day our daily bread. But we do that in the context of saying, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. As if to say, if we have our relationship with God, if we're dependent on God, we can already be confident that he will provide us with what we need. And we can also give up things that we like in order to make that inner space for what God wants to fill us with. God wants to provide us with everything. Yes, our daily bread, but, but much more. Our spiritual food. In fact, he wants to fill us with his own life. Any reflection on daily bread could could or should lead us to reflection on the Eucharist. We're here for the daily Mass. 
I think when people come to daily Mass, they really look forward to receiving Holy Communion. That's our daily bread. This is, this is what God really wants to give us, His own life. Fill us with His life, His eternal life and glory. He wants us not simply to deprive ourselves, He wants to fill us with something more than we can even imagine would be for us. That's why we are wise to return every day to our Father, to pray to Him and to ask Him for what we need, to trust that He will protect us, provide for us, and guide us into the fullness of life.